Should scripture or religion be amended or edited to be contextualized with the law of the land in the constitutional uh, dispensation, the constitution becomes the law of the land. So I'm going to begin um, with our guests and um, we haven't had uh, His Highness on this Facts of Faith show. So we're going to begin with His Highness to come and give us his perspective from the African perspective. Uh, is this something that can be done, that should be done, Your Highness? To change your faith, the African faiths, uh, to contextualize them with the Constitution of the Republic of South Africa. I think first and foremost, uh, we are Africans and proud of being Africans, and therefore uh, we know that uh, we have got African beliefs. In fact, African beliefs and uh, are the ones that are actually guiding us, Mother Africa, and uh, everything else. Our ancestors talking to them. Uh, is the way to go. And uh, we believe, therefore, that the laws of the country can never be superior to our beliefs. In fact, the law should actually take into consideration the moral values and positive morality as well as everything uh, so that uh, we can feel comfortable uh, to live uh, within the law. And uh, hence, uh, the Constitution of the Republic of South Africa uh, guarantees um, uh, then uh, different faith and different beliefs. Uh, so far as African um, Africans, therefore, we believe, therefore, that uh, 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 our own uh, norms and culture, our own customs, are superior to any law guided by uh, the will of our ancestors, and therefore the. The, 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 the Constitution and all the laws, in fact, uh, should uh, take into consideration that and not find us to offend uh, our ancestors. So you're saying it cannot be done. It should not be done. It should not be done. Hence, uh, been in the constitutional talks, we maintain this, that uh, even the Bill of Rights uh, should not be the Bill of Rights from one, uh, from the Western uh, culture. It must also, uh, if anything that must be guaranteed in the Constitution, must be universal. It must be accepted uh, in, in Africa as, as well as maybe accepted in other country, countries or continents. All right. Um, uh, let's bring in the, the evangelists here in the studio. Uh, from your faith, the Hebrew Israelites evangelists, should your Torah, should it be contextualized to the Constitution of the land? Should it be edited, corrected? so that it can fit and befit the law of our land, which is the Constitution of the Republic of South Africa. Thank you, Nai. I think uh, the interpolation, the violation, and the taking away that was done from the Scriptures is already more than enough. And uh, any further edit and amending is doing an injustice to those who seek to live by the Torah. We believe that the scriptures themselves are a law, particularly the Torah, which is a standard of worship and a standard of righteous living. You could say it is a constitution on its own, and it's a constitution for a kingdom of Abba Yahuwah, the creator of heaven and earth. Now, one thing that distinguishes this constitution from many others is that it is immutable. That means it is constant and unchanging. It is not affected with the time or circumstances. Listen to what it says of itself. When you read from the, from the Torah, in, in Deuteronomy chapter 4, I'll read verse 1 and 2. It says, 
And now, oh, Yashra'a, listen to the laws and the right rulings which I'm teaching you to do so that you live and shall go in and possess the land which Yahuwah, your Allahim, of your fathers is giving you. Do not add to the law which I command you and do not take away from it so as to guard the commands of Yahuwah, your Allahim, which I'm commanding you. So right from the onset when this law had been given, our forefathers were given, the, were given an instruction not to add to it, not to remove from it. This, this, this Torah, you find in many places in the scriptures, Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 32, it says the same. Matithiahu chapter 5, Yahusha speaking, uh, verse 17 and 19, he says, not even a yod or a titro shall be taken away from this Torah. Yod is Y, and the title is the cross of the, tree, of the T. You don't remove anything of it from this Torah. Why should you not remove anything from it? Because the psalmist in uh, Psalms 9, verse uh, 7 to 11, maybe I should just read that for you. Uh, it's, it says here, uh, the, this law is perfect. Now, when something is perfect, there is no need for amendment. Or there's no need for addition to it. And we believe that which comes from the mouth of Yahuwah, it is perfect and no man has got anything to add to it, but rather to accept it as it came from the mouth of Yahuwah. And that means our belief is, 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 is standing on this belief that if all of us would obey the Torah, and live by its mandates, and live by its instructions, we are going to experience a life of peace, a life of success, a life of prosperity, a life in which no one abuses another. When the Torah is followed to the letter and to the spirit, it is the guideline, it is the most perfect guideline that you can ever get on this earth. All right. Thank you very much, Evangelist Bishop. Uh, I am conflicted today. Uh, two of my cardinal uh, belief systems are in, uh, 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 in conflict. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a traditionalist, and I'm also pro-Hebrew and etc. But let me start off by uh, thanking my two uh, partners that are in the studio. Firstly, uh, I'll start off with the, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the Hebrew gentleman. On nothing must be taken away, nothing or else the Lord will take away that, that quotation that you are making. We already have the European community that has taken away lots of scripture, as he rightfully admitted to us. How come Yahweh has not punished the white people for messing up the very same scripture that he is saying nothing must be taken away from? Secondly, I want to make an announcement on the fact that we are running under a Roman Dutch law to which the Constitution adheres to. My question is, do we look like Romans? Do we look like Dutch people? Why must we always be the ones who are accepting and agreeing to what the Europeans are telling us we must become, rather than us telling the Europeans how they must become? If we should take the Zulu law or the law of contra letter right now and walk up into Netherlands and implement the laws of traditional leaders of South Africa, how will the Netherlands people behave? They'll be up in arms. But why is it that Africans are always the ones who must should, should we adapt? Because should they have been correct? conquered, Bishop. No, no, no. I refuse to be conquered. I refuse to be conquered. Too late. It's already been done, sir. I refuse to be, I refuse to be conquered. And if I am conquered and I wake up one morning and I discover, like any other slave, that I no longer want to be a slave, why should you tell me that continue being one? Because the country that but you live in is already conquered, sir. The same constitution gives me freedom to be. Freedom to be. Under United Nations, 
under the Constitution, under Freedom Charter. The same Constitution that says you are free to be does not allow you to be. Yeah, it says you're free to be within the bounds of the Constitution. Whose constitution after all? Who wrote that constitution? The, the people you sent to speak in no, Kadesha. No, no, no. It's a political tool. The political tool. It is. It is, and and it is. It is the law of the land. So which 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 then are you going to? That, that constitution does not even know where the land is. To be honest with you, it does not even know where the traditional leaders are. It does not even know where the land is. Fair enough. Where the rivers flow. But but still, we, we we have this very situation now that it is the law. And now the question is: Should we? T- change your Bible so that it can fit that constitution. As I was saying initially, the very same system we are talking about is a schizophrenic system that develops. That tells us we must believe in the in, in, in the in the Bible which they bring. The Bible says give people the black people their land. The same constitution does not want to give us the land. So what what are you doing? What what is it all about? They are lying to us. So just throw away the Bible, throw away the constitution. Let the African person be. So what 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 are you saying, therefore, Bishop? Are you saying that we should not change the the the, the Bible so that it can be in line in in context with the Constitution? The Constitution is a bully of local, traditional, ethnic African groups wherever you find. Eurocentric systems are not friendly to indigenous systems. That's a fact. So wherever Eurocentrism, colonialism finds indigenous people. It always wants to subdue them to its own beliefs and conquer them as it were, throwing away their belief system, instituting itself as superior to the original. And then after that, they are being told that you must live within the confines of the Constitution, which the local people have no right over. The first law of the Constitution must be freedom of the people to govern themselves. And All right. That's where His Royal Highness comes into place. But as traditional leaders, for example, my question has been, for some, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll take just half a minute. This Bukhan story, this guy from uh, Anga, said Afri- Africaners and, uh, and the Jews are the only two tribes that agreed to, to make a covenant with God. All of the other art tribes are what, what, what. He apologized to that later on, of course. But there's a fact right there. The way our king and our president have not all also gone to the mountain somewhere and make a covenant with God, declaring this country as who rules the country. Then why are we angry with Anga? Because we don't have a, we have a headless faith, a headless traditional faith, a headless religious space, a headless economic space. We are here to maintain systems, not to change them. And that offends me to the highest order. So we don't even talk about constitution, which the fellow Gogo in Mkuse, who Gogo has a Tovim farmer, that cannot even read that constitution. And they are saying they are being governed by a constitution of the land. So it means that the educated are pulling over the uneducated. All right. I want us to, to take a break. When we come back, we're going to dig a little deeper now, get into the responses that you offered us. Remember, the question we're trying to get answered for tonight is, should scripture or religion be amended or edited to be contextualized with the law of the land? We have in our uh, arsenal now many, many, many would have loved to be where I'm sitting, where I'm going to be sucking knowledge from all these men. And I'm blessed to have uh, Mahi's Highness Ngozi Mwaran and also the evangelist Eason Zanum and Bishop Joshua Ponga giving us some perspective. When we come back, we'll come back and dig a little deeper, beginning with what His Highness said about the issue of our faith. It should not be changed. We're going to find out what exactly is happening right now to tally it with what should or should not be listening. You're listening to Facts of Faith. Hashtag SAFM Facts of Faith.
Welcome back and thank you very much for sticking around. You're still listening to Facts of Faith. My name is Naye Lupondwana. We are together until 8 o'clock. This conversation is a pre-recorded conversation, so please um, be warned. Uh, we will not be able to take your calls. We do have uh, Pastor Joshua Maponga, who is a cultural activist, a writer, fighter of spiritual colonialism. We do have Eastern Zanumwe, an evangelist who is a Hebrew Israelite, and also His Highness Ngosi Moelo Nonganyana. He is uh, the uh, chairperson of the Eastern Cape House of Traditional Leaders and also the head of the Bala Traditional Council. He's speaking to us, giving us some perspective from the perspective of the African faith. And Eastern Zanuma is speaking to us on behalf of the African Hebrew Israelites. And Pastor Maponga is speaking to us on behalf of the Christian uh, Messianics. So we're trying to get some perspective to get some answers on this issue. So let's begin with His Highness. Your Highness, you, you said it cannot, it should not be done. But um, it is being done currently. Right now, we know that this is a, one of the seasons of initiation. And the season of initiation has had to morph into different forms that are now unrecognizable to the point that um, year in, year out, year in, year out, um, we are seeing young people dying. And we have been giving, getting reports of uh, 18, uh, over 18 now who have died, young people dying. And uh, when I look into what has happened, it is because the way things were done in the terms of African religion, uh, they are no longer done in that way. It has been changed and we don't see the House of Traditional Leaders objecting to what government has changed. Uh, we don't see um, uh, any of the uh, cultural communities and faith communities in Africa rising up and saying this is the bastardization of our faith. This is the corruption of our faith. In fact, we've seen uh, the, the advent of many other creeping compromises into our African faith and the way of doing things, especially this sacred ritual of taking our young men through their rite of passage to the mountains or to the bush. Uh, it seemed as though while you may have said, Your Highness, it should not be done, it is currently being done. It has been being uh, eroded so that it can be in line with the acts and we are waiting for acts in order for us to do things. It would appear, Your Highness, that it is being done. It has been. Our faith, especially the African faith, has been dented. It has been bastardized. It has been corrupted. It has been edited in order it can so that it can be contextualized with our laws. Uh, now, whilst I agree with you 100%, but I want to put this thing in the context. Before the colonialists came in Africa, we were the persons we are. We had our own faith. Uh, I just uh, forgot the title of a book of the role of religion in conquest. And uh, clearly, uh, that book uh, also tells everybody that uh, one of the strategy of the colonialists, the apartheid regime, was to suppress us uh, uh, through uh, their own uh, religion. And to agree with you, uh, some of us, as part of subjugation, had to abide and uh, and all the other things. And um, again, uh, I want uh, uh, to tell you that fortunately I was involved in the negotiations 
And in the negotiations, we objected uh, strongly as traditional leaders of this country, also in unison, against uh, 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 further uh, suppressing uh, the African faith as well as the African system of governance. And uh, again, as Contralesa is on record, uh, we objected to certify the constitution that we're talking to us about. Uh, so the constitution you're talking to, our, uh, to us about is an instrument of suppression as far as we are concerned. Hence, we're calling uh, even nowadays that it should be amended so that that constitution can actually uh, express who we are and advance the interests of ourselves. Hence, of course, there is a wrath of our ancestors. Uh, our country, uh, as I speak now, um, uh, is uh, in a junk state. There's a lot of instability from national to, to the local. And uh, again, uh, there is uh, uh, this death of the initiates. Uh, people are actually undermining uh, everything and relying on the rights, which we believe are illegitimate from the illegitimate constitution. And uh, clearly, therefore, uh, we cannot uh, uh, do anything other than to stand up and defend the African culture uh, its system as well as its religion. For example, Your Highness, um, we, we, we were talking about the issue of um, uh, African faith bowing to the law of the land. We, yeah. we, we, it is only up until recent years that we have come to talk openly about indigenous knowledge systems, indigenous healing systems. And yet, for all this time, for as long as we, have, we can remember, we have legislation in our country South Africa that said um, these treatments that we get from African healers indigenous uh, healing systems are tantamount or can be regarded to be witchcraft and to the extent that uh, we are still bothered by the association of people who heal they are then going to be called witches and yet there is nothing witchcrafty about our healers in Africa. Now, we are still talking about um, uh, witch doctors, this terminology of referring to indigenous healers to be called witch doctors is still a thorn in the flesh of many who are Africans. But still, we don't find this matter being debated in Parliament, why we should change this, only upon recently that we have been pressing in the media in the african your 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 colleagues and others who are healers uh, they've been yeah. pressing for the recognition of these indigenous knowledge systems and indigenous healing systems but the law has always led and everyone who's been found in contravention of that law was either arrested or ostracized and if they don't change and contextualize themselves to the law then they will be arrested or ostracized I'm not quite sure, Your Highness, how we can say we protested, but that protest yielded absolutely nothing because still African faith is still undermined and degraded by the law of the land. That is why precisely we say this tracking must continue because, as I already indicated, uh, the, the Constitution is the instrument to suppress 
as Africans. Before the Constitution, Parliament was known as the supreme uh, legislative body. And uh, now, who is wielding power? It's not the uh, Parliament, it's not the people of South Africa, it's the Constitutional Court. Uh, who did that? Uh, the who pays the piper called the tune. And um, in South Africa, we rely on foreign funders and on foreign funding. And they're threatening, they're actually degrading uh, this country, the rent to nothing. And there's a part of actually oppressing and suppressing us. Hence, therefore, uh, we are calling that that constitution must be amended. It is the only instrument that can be amended. There's no way that you can amend faith because faith is what we are. Okay. And is what is what was decreed by our forebears, and we cannot defy them. And uh, we are under the duty to obey them and to protect uh, the legacy that they have left for us and our uh, for generations to come. Okay. I, I, I want us to, to get what uh, the evangelist said because I found also what he said to, the, some, to be somewhat uh, problematic and it's bothersome and perhaps it's going to help me understand. Uh, when he, he responded, the evangelist, you said, um, it has already been uh, uh, interp- interpolated and edited and, and that's enough. That was bothersome for you to refer to it as a holy document in India. It's end. more than enough. It's more than enough, yeah. Uh, it, 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 how do you still regard it as a, a, a word of uh, Yah if it has the fingerprints and the footprints of the Romans and those who had the authority, like constantly to call and influence people to edit it. How do you still refer to it as a holy document if you already accept that it has been edited to fit the people who wanted it to fit at the time when they codified it? So what, my, 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 what I'm trying to establish here is why would you say it should not be done? You're quoting text that says you shall not add or remove, and yet it has already been, by your own admission, it has already been added and removed. It has already been edited. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And, uh, and th- that's, that's our trust now, is, is people of faith. As we go through the scriptures, we're finding some places where it is totally contradictory to the, to the Torah. The Torah is the first five books, which is the law which is the guide. And the scripture itself it says to the Torah and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, it is because there's no light in them. So when you come across something, say in the New Testament, that is contrary to what, what was given in the Torah, then you obviously will have serious problems. So our thrust is to go back to the Torah and and try and awaken our people to what the Torah requires, we find there is safety in the law that was given in the Torah. Because when you go through that Torah, you don't find anything that is amiss or that is contrary to the well-being of a man. So, our thrust is that all the tribes from, from Cape Point right to, to, to Sierra Leone, because we find that these are the true tribes of Israel. And it is proven beyond reasonable doubt that these tribes are indeed the ones who leave that Torah naturally. When the white man came here to Africa, he said, we found the people of the book. 
they live according to the book they are not taught what the torah is like they have got all the customs of the torah they are found in the bantu tribes and so it's nothing new for us as bantu people to live according to the torah because that's what is imprinted in our dna but because of time because of influences from outside we've gone away from what we have always practiced which is testified to be also in the book this book does not belong to the to the europeans who brought it here they only uh, they only translated it to their languages but this book belongs to us as bantu people because name any custom circumcision uh, you die then your young brother comes and takes over your wife the laws of the land the laws of protecting women and children as it is done in makaya i'm not talking about the cities i'm talking about the how society lives in the rural areas where they are guided by the constitution by the natural constitution which is the torah so when you go into the leaves into the into the pages you go through them what you see from the pages is the life that is lived kwashumba in my village it's not anything new so our drive is us as bantu people from cape town to sierra leone let's go back to the torah let's study it and understand it you are going to be surprised that this book is so perfect that if we followed it all the problems that we have currently they'll vanish away you were talking about healing us as hebrews we don't encourage our people to go to the hospitals to be given tablets to be injected personally i don't encourage that i teach that you would better prevent diseases by eating the natural food of your land you see you know when when you go to eastern cape the people there they've got certain food that was grown there by their elders you eat that food and you eat the herbs that come from that place you don't have diabetes you'll never have uh, high blood pressure and when you are sick we know of natural herbs that you can take without side effects so that's what we teach our people but you, are, you may you may teach that evangelist and i totally have no problem with it what yeah. i do have a problem with is things have not uh, things have changed yes they, they have. have not remained the same yes and that's what we're trying to establish if we can observe we can agree as you're agreeing that things have not remained the same things have changed why cannot we continue to change things to 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 to, to keep up with the times no you see keeping up the, with the times moving forward in this sliding trail yeah this is a sliding trail it's not giving any solutions at all people are more sick now than ever people are more heartless and cruel than ever you hear every day every day you listen to the radio there is a father who is killed either his wife or his but I, again evangelist you, 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 let's go back to the scriptures yes. um, perhaps so that we don't we don't get derailed yeah from the very origin things have not been the same when you look at how things were done in the book of genesis yes. by the time you get to the birth of 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 of, of, yeah, of jesus yeah yes. things have changed also yes. dramatically yes now the question that is still I'm, I'm asking is if things have been observed to have changed due to circumstances why can't we still change them to adapt to circumstances the changes that have been taking place in the society this is what i'm trying to say yeah moving away from the original precepts 
is what brings about problems. If we stick... But so, that's happening in your scriptures, evangelist. Yes, I'm not saying there's no problem in scriptures. They are there because people are moving away. That's why you see our forefathers would go into exile. They'll go into slavery because yeah. they are moving away from, yeah. the, from, 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 from the Torah that Abba Yahweh gave them. Yeah. So the message had always been that the, all the prophets, and they killed them, by the way, Go back to the Torah. Yeah. Go back to the Torah. Go back to the Torah. Which part of the Torah? Because the Torah the law, in and by itself the is... The law. Yeah. We are capturing a life of these Hebrews in different snapshots of life. Yes. And each and every time we capture them, yes. they are living different lives from the, different, from the generation before. Yes. Yes. Things have changed. Mm. Why do you want to landlock it to a time that has been captured and yet That's we have seen the evolution of their culture with the times with the laws of the land daniel seems to be able to continue in the in a, in a different law of the he adapted his way to the way that he found there he is no longer uh, uh, uh the, the 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 daniel these boys are no longer called the original hebrew names they're called shadrach meshach and abednego they have changed even their names to adapt to the law of the land and yeshua himself when he arrives in his time, he sees that now things have uh, Caesar. The coin has got Caesar on it. It's no longer us dealing with one another. There is another authority in town and he says, give what belongs to Caesar. To Caesar, it would appear that in your scriptures, all the time when things change, these leaders do change with the times to adapt to the law of the land. Joseph, when he arrived in Egypt, he had a he dressed like, like them, he ate like them, he became like them. It would appear as though he influenced them, they influenced him. Question, if we have seen this happening in your scriptures, why can't we do it today? I'm, I'm not sure whether you are saying obeying the law of the land or changing the law of the scriptures to suit the land. Uh, well, that's, that's our discussion. That, that's changing, changing yes, your faith, that, your law yes, yeah, to the law I of the land. That was our discussion. That is. Yeah. But you know, when I'm leaving, in a in 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 a in a in a in a space with its own land constitution. Yes. As long as whatever they are uh, decreeing are in line with the high morals of the of, 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 of the Torah, I am obliged to observe it. But if the law of the land says something that is contrary to the Torah, I am not going to to, to obey that. Okay. Yeah. So what I'm saying to you is changes do come and affect our civil lives. Yeah. Right. Uh, the Daniel that you're talking about, I, I wish we could have time to read uh, Daniel chapter 9. You'll see that his call is that they go back again to the Torah. He says, uh, we have sinned. I mean, we have sinned. So we, we need to go back to that faith of the, forefa of, the, of the forefathers. Everyone in the scriptures that you talk about, the thrust is to go back to what Abayawa has said. But them. the way they lived, um, uh, uh, Evangelist, I want to bring in the bishop as well because he believes okay. in this very same text there. The way they lived in Babylon is not the same way they yeah, lived Yeah, that's the life. Right? That's the life. You know, when you go yeah. into a place, you go into a place, it has got its own uh, way right. of administering things. Yes. If I come to Jobek, Jobek City has got its own laws yes. of administering things. Yeah. If I'm going to live here, if I'm supposed to pay money for water, I do that. Yeah. That's a way of life in Indeed. this place. Indeed. But it doesn't necessarily mean that if I live in Jobek, I must not worship, I must worship on a day. That, that is contrary to the Shabbat. I'll give you an example. Yeah. As far as Hebrews are concerned, they're supposed to have a sanctuary. In Babylon, they never had a sanctuary. Yeah. 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 God said in, 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 during, in, during the Exodus yeah. that they must create, erect a sanctuary so that I may dwell with you. Yes. Build me a sanctuary. Yes. 
But in Babylon, they why, never why, did why that. Why did they go to Babylon? They were taken because Abba Yahweh captive. destroyed destroyed that that sanctuary himself yes. because of their sin. Indeed, and say so he says, "I'm going to put you into this condition yes. until you repent." Yeah. So they are in a place where they are put in a corner for to be taught to repent. They can't have a sanctuary when they are breaking. The, so effectively, the when the situation is against you, you can change the instructions, such as create, build me a sanctuary. That instruction was clear that I may dwell with you. But now that you are in a foreign land and the land is not controlled by your land, your laws, then you can change your faith. You cannot, you don't, you don't have to build the sanctuary no, as was instructed. They don't change their faith. Well, they have. No. If they don't have a sanctuary as was instructed. They have changed. No, not having a sanctuary does not mean you don't obey the Torah. But the, the instruction was build me a sanctuary yes. that I may dwell with them. Yes. Then why didn't they do it? There was an instruction wherever they go. The, the mobile sanctuary, they were supposed, every time they move, they move with it and it's constructed wherever they are no, during no, the Exodus. No, why didn't they? It's Abba Yawa who gave the instructions. Yes. I'm going to take, our, take you away from this land yes. so that the land will keep yeah. So they are in a state of punishment. You can't expect them in a state of punishment to be obeying <laughs> all the tenants when they've been told that you can't worship because you are, you are dis disobeying me. Bishop, um, you're listening and I'd like to hear yeah, your take. It, it, I, 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 I'm enjoying myself actually. <laughs> and, uh, very much so. It was uh, quite enlightening. But I want to mention just three, three, three institutions of power that are in conversation right now. Number one is the traditional African uh, indigenous governance systems. Secondly, it is a Hebraic Bible-based, uh, I'm, I'm talking in studio, not in, in, the, in the continent, uh, the Bible, Hebrew-based faith, which our evangelist is representing. And uh, number three would be then the constitution of the country, which becomes the book which controls everybody else. And these three institutions, the Bible, the, you know, the, the, by the Torah, the traditional leaders, and the constitution are in conflict over the governance of people. Who, who has power over the people? The Torah people are saying, we, as the Bible, as God, as Yahweh, Yahuwah, gave us permission to kill other nations and establish ourselves as a legitimate, yeah. to use this book as the one that we can run with, then it means that if we should use, if we should use the Bible, then all the white people in the country are foreigners. We must treat them as slaves, we must kill them, and we must start up our own civilization away from oppression of the oppressor. If we should go the traditional way, we should now take the constitution as it is, put it in a, on ice. But, but you, you, do, you, do, you do acknowledge that your, your scriptures don't say that. That's probably you, the activists, are saying that. But your scriptures don't say no, that. No, no, when God gives you a land, you eliminate what is there. So I'm not, I'm not extrapolating. I'm stating you cross over into that land, kill everyone that is there and own that land. So you cannot share land with those that are oppressing you. Full stop. Don't don't, don't make me go to town. I, I, uh, well, it would be nice if you go. If you, if you should help us if you were to go to town there, Bishop. Because if again, I go to town, you, get, you cannot share your inheritance with those that are oppressing you. Full stop. Yes. God if, takes you away, gives you a land, and in that land there's milk and honey. I understand. And those were. I I I I hear all of that, uh, uh, Bishop, and I have no problem with those texts. What I do wish that we could understand is the application of those texts in the context of the text, because the context is not the. If I put the three and juxtapose them, you see where I want to go with. Okay, go ahead. Because if we say we have the, we have, we have the, the, the constitution, which is represented by the political system, we have the Hebrew faith represented by the Torah institution, then we have the traditional leader and? represented by the traditional uh, governance systems. And all these three systems, we want to ask, the first question we must ask is who is legitimate? Who actually has the right of ruling the people? The Bible? 
the constitution or the traditional leaders. If we can find the legitimate ruler of the of the land, then we can begin to say what can we accept and what can we throw away. But right now to take a constitution that we did not write, which is imposed on us because of a colonial, post-colonial, democratic, independent, state, whatever, foreign investment, policy, what the whole list goes on. And we want to make the last born on the group become the first born. We're messing up the inheritance. But the uh, first born on the group let, 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 let's, go, let's go back to the scriptures again. I, I always want to, 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 to bring you back to the scriptures as, as my guest so that you can help me understand as, as students, uh, as a student of this, these but faiths. But me as an activist, not as a, no, no, not as a preacher. I, I, I understand. I understand. I understand, but I, I want us to to be able to to predicate it on something there, um, because when when we're talking about these leaders, the the, the the Jews at the time of their colonization, when the Romans came to take them over, at that point they did not have a king. When we're talking about the time when Jesus is born in the Book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the Acts, and so forth, there is no royalty in Israel. We are looking at a time where the Caesar is the royal. Quite frankly, the highest authority that is Jewish at the time was the Sanhedrin. And even that Sanhedrin could not have a juristic authority to the extent of committing capital punishment. For, for, for them to have that capital punishment, they had to seek authority from uh, the pilot. Herein lies the issue. You cannot then say because the situation persists, it obtains today, it's different because it, it, it obtains at the time. The New Testament is predicated in a time where the traditional leaders of the time let, let had blunt, no power. Let me, let me be blunt, Naya. Let me be blunt. So yeah. I can be truthful. The African child does not have freedom, does not have independence. So was the Jew during the time of the New Testament. Not, does not have power to govern himself. Say so was the Jew the in your Bible. System, the colonial system wants him to become a servant of all. And up and until we begin to have this conversation, there's a frank note that says, as Africans, do we allow the white people to rule over us? Do we allow the Hebrew faith to have power over us? Bishop. Or do we find our indigenity, I like the Hebrew person, do we find our indigenity as Hebrew people? Then interpret everything else on that platform. But the, you, you, the New Testament that you read, Bishop, is based on people who have allowed the colonizer to rule over them. The whole New Testament is an entirety of a community that is no longer self-ruling. It is ruled by a colonizer. The authority at the time in the entirety of the era, the epoch of the New Testament, is Roman. You do not find the Jews being in authority at any point in the New Testament. The entirety the of the New Covenant power, has no... Tr- yes, sir. I'm not confused. The one who is in power determines how the country must be ruled. Full stop. So it, you, you don't even have to ask me, do I agree to change? You don't have authority. You don't have power to even negotiate. But that is not scripturally accurate there, Bishop. traditional leaders an opportunity to negotiate their freedom. But your scriptures don't agree with you there, uh, Bishop, because like I'm saying, your, the, the entirety of the theology that you get from the New Testament is predicated on a society that has no traditional leaders, whose traditional leaders have gone into a world, they have disappeared, and the only ruler at the time is the Caesar and his sub-rulers, Pilate. Now, here my, herein lies the issue. It cannot be. It cannot be that we're going to speak with two of our tongues, having one way saying this cannot be done. And yet that very same Bible that you're reading speaks of a time where traditional leaders 
do not appear anywhere. Quite frankly, Christ lives. So Hebrew faith is, is community based. No, no, so sir. The Sanhedrin are not traditional leaders. Can I, can I, can I come in there? Now? You see, what you are bringing to the fore is a, a scenario in which the Hebrews have no power at all. It's part of their journey in their, in their life. There are times when they are in control and they are ruling. And most of the times when they are doing that, they are striving to live according to the instructions of Abba Yahweh. But when they move away, when they are under someone else's rule, they are not at all comfortable. They are not even allowed to live according to the, to the Torah. And so we are saying as Hebrews, this is the time when we have to find ourselves. You will find, if you go through the Torah, what Inkos is saying there, is all there. The tradition, the, the, the leadership, this leadership structure in the Torah, it's very much African, it's very much Bantu. You have got what we call Sabuk or headman, right? And then you have the, 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 the chief, or then you have the king. That structure, you find it amongst the Bantus. This is the structure that you find in the Torah. So, in essence, what we might even call our traditional way of life, what we might call the African way of life, it's, it's, in, it's, it's purely the Torah. Is the primitive Torah untainted? And this is what I'm saying. But we, th th again, Evangelist, that, that cannot be true um, because when, when you look at this very same Yeshua or Yahusha or whatever you want to call him, yes. he comes, <laughs> when he speaks, he says, I have not come to change the Torah, but I have come to fulfill it. Yes. That's what he says. Yes. But the very same mouth says, you have heard that you shall not uh, 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 you can divorce your wife if if you have a writ of divorce Moses no, said give you, the you have heard that yeah, thou shall not last but I say unto you do not look at woman and last after you have already committed the last yes time. yeah and then divorce Naye Lupondwana on SAFM the divorce, he says, you the can give the wife no, Moses says, gave them the right of divorce because of the hardness of their hearts yes that's but I say now, herein lies the issue, and this is the, the topic for today. Yeah. Can we change things to fit the context of the time? But what did he say about that marriage? He says, he, he says what, by, by looking, I'm just looking, you have, you have uh, committed adultery. You don't have to physically do it. By looking, you have committed. And I say, you, you, you must only divorce her if she has committed adultery. Even that he gave you, you have been given because of the hardness of the heart. Yes. Yeah, he says, they're, 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 because of the hardness of your heart. Yes, I understand. But he changes things. How, how, how did he change things? An eye for an eye. In, in the Torah, it says you can take an eye and eye, tooth for a tooth, a nail for a nail. But he says, no, turn the other cheek. That's change. Yes, 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 I agree. Here I lies agree. the issue. I agree. Yes. He was now abiding but, but, by the dictates of the Roman Dutch law that we're complaining about today. It was not Roman Dutch law by then. It was Roman law. So, so these But are, now he was abiding by those laws. So these are the sort of things that, that w w we start to wonder. Who has put that? Is it Yahusha himself? Who put That's it? what he says. Or, or Turn the other cheek is his or, instruction. Or is, is it uh, the translators who were adding things that they, they didn't want to? Because at the end of the day, let's face it. If a society has got a death penalty, it, 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 it deters criminality. 
If, if this can be proven, I don't have statistics, but I grew up. Let's, not, let's, let's not go there. Let's not go there. I, 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 I'm saying, I'm saying, that's what the Torah teaches, right? It says, if you kill, you shall be killed also, right? And that that is a that 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 was a good law, but it, there's no text that says it, it, it effectively deterred murder. It, 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 there's there's no evidence of that in scripture. That's what you, you. That's why I'm saying let's let's not even go there. In scripture, it doesn't say because there was a death penalty, no, therefore I, it deterred no, crime. It doesn't say. But I'm saying I'm saying because because that we had such laws like that in Israel, and therefore you find that incidences of of murder would would be uh, not as much as but you don't know that the the way of counting statistics then is not the same now so you, again you cannot go there that route but i want us to still get to the issue of changing the torah to meet the needs of the land right now it would appear as though when we are talking about some of the things that were instructed in the torah those things simply changed or faded away in the new testament in the Torah, it is instructed that there shall be a, uh, a a sanctuary service. In the New Testament, that sanctuary service is done away with. Quite frankly, you hear Paul saying things like uh, the, the veil was torn into it, therefore the, 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 yes, the, the yes, division, yes, yes. all of those things, things change. It has changed. How yeah, but, do you but, say but, that it's not changed? That's not the law of the land, what you're talking about. This is the progression of the faith. The law of the land at the time was the Shem, the must. It's not progression because the Jews dis disputed what this Paul, this Yeshua, and all these apostles, all these heretics as they called them, they disputed. They still dispute it today. They still do their own sanctuary services. But uh, but I'm talking about the Kazas. I'm, I'm talking about the Jews that caused. They said crucify him in scripture. In scripture, these guys said Paul is a heretic. Okay, because he has okay. changed yes. these jews said jesus is a heretic yes. and quite frankly they thought he was a zealot who was doing all these ways mm -hmm. now herein lies the issue mm -hmm. we are talking about people who, re, who who said you are changing our way of life mm -hmm. we still believe in the way moses taught us mm -hmm. but you as this jesus but, are changing things but this is the and your faith believes the, the change is okay I, I want you to, to to understand this is the distinction yeah you are now mixing uh, a, a religious uh, That's uh, why you're here. You are not mi mixing a religious growth, right, with laws of the land. But the, see, they, the, this progression that you are talking about is within the spiritual or religious context. It's not marrying itself to the to the Roman law. But that's what happened there, evangelist. Well, uh, what that's what happened. Almost all the time. That's what the book, the book of, of, of John, uh, when he writes in Revelation, when Ron, John writes in Revelation, he notices how things have changed in the, in the, in the, in the seven churches, how yeah. things up until the Laodicean change, how things people have bastardized this faith. They have changed things just to marry themselves with what was happening at the times throughout the chain, the, the churches. You have done this up until Laodicea. It is the, cha the, the changes that have happened to meet the law of the land. And, and what did the scripture say about that? It's condemned. But that's what happened in your scriptures. It happens. But you see, the fact that it happens yeah. it doesn't mean that we should do that. Yeah, All right. It doesn't mean we should do that. All right. We should go back to the original blueprint. That's where we are supposed to go back. Yeah. So all these retrogressions, all this moving away from, from, from this original does not justify us now wanting to, 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 to get made, sleep in the same bed with the law of the land. But the, the change was started by this Yeshua. This change was started uh, in the I, book of Matthew. See, yeah, 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 I wish I did not start a change and marrying it with the, with the Roman church. Well, what he, did, what he did was he was saying he is the fulfillment of the Torah. So in his death, right, the sacrifices must come to an end. And this sanctuary, which was pointing to him, 
also comes to an end. He becomes the sanctuary, and all the believers rally. No, no, evangelist. Let, let's go back before we conclude our conversation. I want us to go back to what we we, we were taught. We we're taught, and uh, you can correct this if this is wrong. Yes. That the highest authority before these guys were colonized was God. The highest authority. The highest authority was God. God would speak to the prophets yes. and the priests would yes. mediate between God, yes. men and, and yes. God. Yes. They were the highest human authority at the mm. time, correct? Mm. But when the Romans took over, mm. they insisted that they are the highest authority and as such they must get first dibs at the money of the people. But That's what Christ said, give what belongs to Caesar to Caesar. No, but are they highest authority in terms of their spirituality? or highest authority They couldn't care less about spirituality. They were not about spiritual authority. Exactly. They were about governance. Exactly. It was about governance. Yes. Right. And so Yahusha says... That's what we're talking Yahusha about tonight. Says, Yahusha says, when it comes to their governance, when it comes to their civil law, the, the, the coin belongs to the, to, to the civil leader. Give it back to him. It, has got, it doesn't belong to the... To the ruler of heaven. But what belongs to the ruler of heaven, keep it distinct. In fact, by saying that, he is distinguishing between what is spiritual and what is civil. All right. One final question to all of my guests, and then we'll conclude our conversation right now. Um, seeing that um, things have changed, we have seen that both uh, those who read the Bible or the Torah agree that it has been changed way too much more than enough mm -hmm. and I've spoken to His Highness Your Highness you have agreed that things have changed more than enough then what is the final analysis of the matter okay, the can, okay the, the, and remember the question is should it be changed can we therefore say because we've seen these changes and we're still okay with what has happened can we just maybe shift things slightly just so that we can be comfortable with the law of the land. A, a, a brief answer. I'm going to begin with His Highness, so that we can... Uh, Your Highness, one minute. Uh, Bishop Maponga, one minute. And then yourself, sir, uh, one minute. Your Highness, can we... See, seeing that things have changed already. No, for, protocol, for protocol, for protocol, because I've come from royalty, I will start the evangelist to follow the king will close. Is that fine? I'm not quite sure okay. what protocol no, that fine. would be. It's, it's all right. It's